0: That filling your balls, boys, it's not cancer. No, it's the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast with your host, I'm John Hook, and my co host here, Dakota Allen. We're going to go over what happened on SmackDown and the shit show that was Money in the Bank. Dakota, go ahead and get us started.
1: Oh, my lungs is popping. I'm hitting a spicy vape. Anyway, going on to sh- sh- SmackDown on Friday. Uh, this was for us in America, uh, pre recorded, and it was live in. The UK, from what I understand, Uh, for those of you who may hear a pissed off German Shepherd in the background, uh, he's not vibing with the fireworks right now. But to start off SmackDown, we had the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship match of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus uh, Pretty Deadly. Uh, They had absolutely no hometown pop at all. Uh, Instead, they lost their mind for Sami and Kevin, who rightfully deserves it. Uh, They had a successful title defense, uh, retaining via pinfall. Uh, John, what do you think of this match? I thought this was gonna be on the pay-per-view, to be
0: honest with you. Um, it's fun though i'm I'm glad the the pretty deadly push has ended uh with the uh the start of July so
1: yeah, yeah Raise Ray praise down brother uh a uh, big moments in the match where uh, Owen's sold selling the left leg injury, uh especially when he crumbled to the mat after during a stunner attempt uh. The ending of the match was uh, Owens dropping Prince with a stunner and Zang delivering the hello kick to Wilson for the pin. Overall, a solid match. I This and another match we'll get to later in the card. I was like 90% sure that was supposed to be on pay-per-view. I don't know what happened. Anyway, up next we have Rich Holland versus Austin Theory with Theory defeating Holland. Uh, throughout the match, Theory targeted the throat of Holland that was kayfabe injured by Solo last week. Cause he did it for Roman. He did it for the trouble Chief. Uh, Seamus makes the save, chasing him off, and keeping this program alive a little bit longer for some fucking reason. John, thoughts? Yeah,
0: I don't like how Theory's drop kick now is his finisher. Given it looks great, he gets a lot of uh, gets a lot of height on it, and he. I mean, it, I mean, it looks good, but it's a drop kick should never be a finisher ever.
1: I agree. It's not in the '80s anymore. Or- uh, same thing with the DDT. It's turned into just a flowy move. Uh, I don't know why that's his finisher now when A-Town down worked perfectly as a finisher. But mm-hmm. also, I don't know why we're still doing this program. Well, up next, we had Shotzi versus Bailey. If Shotzi wins, she takes Bailey's uh, spot at Money in the Bank. Uh, fast-paced, high-risk offense throughout. Bailey defeating Shotzi with the help of uh, EO Sky. Uh throughout you could see that the kind of dissolu of damage control is coming quickly. London crowd always singing to Bailey uh not a terrible match, all things considered John
0: you knew shotzi was gonna win with how over Bailey is with that crowd every time they go there they they lose their mind for I mean this is one of those where you knew it was gonna happen. I did like how they keep heading
1: more towards the split of damage control, but yeah, this was solid. It was solid, and Bailey might be the single most over person over in England for the longest time. They love her over there. Uh, up next, we had the Grayson Waller effect with Logan Paul. Uh, Logan, I don't, I don't remember what the fuck he was saying. I just know L.A. Night came and that crowd lost their fucking mind. Good, solid promo between L.A. Knight and Logan Paul, which ends up turning into a triple threat match between Butch uh, Escobar, who also ran out and started a brawl during the Grayson Waller effect, and L.A. Knight with Butch defeating Escobar. Pretty, pretty good match, honestly, L.A., though it was over throughout it. Uh, like they protected Knight, he wasn't the one that took the pinfall while he was doing his thing with Logan Paul on the outside. Uh John?
0: Well, now that we've seen the pay-per-view, this whole this whole match just pisses me off. You protect uh, LA Knight the entire time. We'll get to
1: it later. I ain't getting into this. Yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and skip this one because we got a lot of bitch about. Uh up next, the next match I thought was supposed to be on the pay-per-view. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Asuka for the WWE Undisputed, Not Disputed Women's Championship. I don't, I don't fucking know, man. Decent match, all things considered. Uh, ended in a no contest. Uh, at, during the introduction, you see Bianca flashing a ticket that she sat ringside for a match since she was barred, but she bought a ticket. So apparently that's a thing. Uh, throughout Towards the end of the the ending of the match was uh, Bianca jumping the guardrail, brawling with Oscar, and bringing Flair with a hard right. When the Queen would not get her hand out of her face, Flair delivers K.O.D. through the announce table, and then K.O.D.'s Flair on top of Oscar and stood uh, over. Bianca came off looking like a like a heel through this one, so I think a turn's probably coming up here saying? Yeah, I think the turn already happened.
0: that's uh, just my opinion, but the uh, this. This match, you kind of saw it coming that it was going to end in a DQ or no contest, whatever. I I don't know. Uh, I thought this was, uh, this should have been on the pay-per-view. There was plenty of time they could have fit this in. This was pretty quick. They could have ran this in two minutes on the show. Uh, Yeah, that's uh, my only complaint is what happened, all this
1: stuff was supposed to happen on the pay-per-view. I agree. I don't know if we just misheard, misread, whatever throughout the past month or so. But, here we are. Anyway, to end the match, uh, or the end of the show, rather, uh, on the newest episode of Keeping Up with the Bloodashians, (laughs) uh, we have Roman Reigns and Solo Sokova coming out to cut a promo. Roman Reigns wearing a new shirt, taking a shot at the Usos, uh, saying the line, during his promo of the truth is, we ain't the ones, I'm the one, the only one. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, the crowd, UK crowd, is always hijacking the show with the Roman sucks. Roman looking a bit rattled. Uh, calls out the Usos, they come down. Uh... Jimmy asked, the last time Roman's been pinned, Jay says, three years ago, when's the next time he's getting pinned? Tomorrow night. Uh, they also suggested that Solo should be the next tribal chief, which Reigns laughed out loud at and then got death glared by Solo Sokoa, Mr. I do for the tribal chief. <laughs> uh, but great facial expressions. Uh, show ended with a brawl, of course, of everybody. Uh, honestly, it was pretty well done for a uh, Go home, uh, keeping up with the Blooddashians. What do you think, John?
0: I kept thinking that Solo was going to finally turn on Roman, and we were just going to get a jumping on the pay-per-view, maybe. I don't know. Uh, as soon as Roman started laughing, Solo got his hand into place, like, I'm going to spike you. I'm going to spike you. That th- This whole bloodline thing, uh, the story's been great, but then there's just some segments where it's kind of it's like, all right, we get it. You're trying to fill time. We're just inching forward here instead of, you know, taking a, a couple of leaps. But I think this is one of those times.
1: Tell them when he's telling lines. lies.
0: We'll go ahead and transition over to the Money in the Bank. Mm, we'll go ahead transition. and transition. We'll go ahead and get to the part where we start complaining. This kicked right off. Right the gate. We, yeah. This kicked off with the Money in the Bank ladder match, the men's match. With L.A. Knight, Logan Paul, Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura, Damian Priest, Butch, and Santos Escobar. Honestly, this was just a spot fest. A whole lot of botches.
1: A whole lot of botches. Yeah, I'm pretty sure all those ladders were supposed to break at some point. That and the... uh, Logan Paul looked like he almost got murdered by Ricochet.
0: Yeah, well, I I think that was just the way they landed on the ropes and then the ladder keeping them from doing what they were wanting to do. Yeah, it looks like a la- rough
1: landing, though. So good for Logan Paul, get it go.
0: Yeah. Um, there was a – it was outside the ring on top of the – that might have been the women's match with the ring stairs with the ladder stacked on top of it.
1: Uh, that sounds like one of the men's spots.
0: And then there was... Uh, they'd had it in the women's match, too, where they put the uh, ladder in between one of the rungs of another ladder on top of the ring rope, middle rope.
1: Yeah, the Hardy special.
0: Yeah. That happened a couple of times. But the part we're going to just skip right on to, the momentum that they gave L.A. Knight the last five minutes of the match where he's throwing everybody out, whooping everybody's ass, and then he's climbing the ladder... And I got a feeling that I haven't felt since I've seen my team win the NCAA basketball championship, my Kentucky Wildcats. I was like, "Oh, they're finally gonna do it!" But no, no. I got reminded of my twenty-eight to three debacle, my Atlanta Falcons, in the fourth quarter. He climbed all the way up the damn ladder, and he, you see Damian Priest come up, and they have their little back and forth. And you think he's going to get a reversal, but no, he reaches back up, and then he gets thrown off the ladder, and you're like, well, I don't even know if I want to watch the rest of the show.
1: Yeah, I went from uh, the feeling of my Louisville Cardinals winning an NCAA tournament to the feeling of my Louisville Cardinals dropping the banner. Yeah. It was, uh, was it a good false finish? Absolutely. They had all of us. They had every single fucking one of us, and you can't tell me otherwise. That's fair. Does Damien also deserve it? Yes. But is this the ending we wanted? Absolutely fucking not. I don't think this is the, this is not the ending anybody wanted. So
0: this is another time where Triple H, I'm pretty sure this is Triple H booking at this point because I've seen it happen a couple times now. He will not give the one who's over with the crowd their time. That's just what it feels like. We had it with Cody at WrestleMania night two, where he had his chance to win. And we, we got a scurry finish and left all the fans pissed off.
1: For Mr. Solo, I did it for Roman. I did it for the Tribal Chief.
0: And then doubles down with Brock Lesnar <clears throat> showing up on Raw just to assault Cody some more. So what's what's next for LA Night? He's probably going to get attacked on Monday Night Raw. promo. Here comes Brock Lesnar.
1: <laughs> Actually, I think they're going to push him into a little segment with Logan Paul. Great. More shit I
0: don't want to see. Well, you well, you have another guy who has a chance to be a top star. And Austin Theory. That might be a hot take to some people, but fuck you. If we had Austin Theory versus LA Knight, I think that could put butts in seats.
1: It absolutely would and it would be it'd be a nice apology. Yeah. Especially we if won't. LA night come out and win that one at the very end get the title. Yeah, nice apology for what the fuck just happened.
0: Yeah. But we're we're not gonna get that though. The US title is just gonna be more of a joke than it's ever been.
1: You love to see it.
0: But that's the end of my rant there. Dakota, you got anything else you want to add to that?
1: No, we kinda of covered all the high points of it. It's I've got more problems later on.
0: Yeah. And then we got the uh, women's tag team uh, championship match with Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. With the turn, no, I don't think anybody of us, any of us
1: all coming. No, I absolutely did not. Of all the ways I thought that match would end, that was not on the list. Yeah,
0: uh, you, usually they're they're pretty good at telegraphing when somebody's going to turn. They did not do that with this one. Thank fucking god!
1: Which props to them. It actually did catch us. For pretty fucking surprise for the first time in a while.
0: Yeah, it's been it's been a little bit. Most of the stuff's been telegraphed. Good
1: on them. Go back thank watch you. our earlier episodes. We've been right like ninety eight percent of the time now. It's getting annoying at
0: this point. But yeah, with Liv and Raquel getting the win. Thank God, because uh, they they were just killing those titles off. If they kept them on the uh, Shayna and Ronda any longer, which uh, brings up the question: Are they going to have to defend those on NXT
1: too, or how how are we doing this? I'm like ninety percent sure they're also defending on NXT. And did uh did Shayna and Ronda walk down with both belts? I don't remember.
0: I I thought they only had the uh the,
1: the regular so I championship. Couldn't, I couldn't remember if they had both of them or not.
0: Yeah, I don't really remember either, but uh I, I think I remember them coming out with just one.
1: So I would assume the old defendant on NXT. until uh, yes. so we find out otherwise, I'll I'll watch NXT again this week. NXT's not hello. By but. God, a little last minute fucking addition. Mr. Ken, how are you? Good. How are y'all? Uh, you know, fucking more bricked up than a oh, no. brand new house. Oh, no. uh,
0: so we just got done going over the uh, Rhonda and Shayna match.
2: Do you want to.
1: What add are your thoughts the... on the men's money in the bank and uh, the women's tag? Yeah.
2: I gotta say, the uh, Men's Money in the Bank was actually rather lackluster for me this year. I was not very excited about it. Um, yeah. I've never seen one man so over or just get screwed so many times like La Knight does. But um, and as far as the women's tag, I don't think anybody really seen Shannon turn on Mondo like that. There was like yeah. no reason for her to do it, but she did it. Um, but that was a uh, that was something. Yep.
0: Oh, uh, we'll go ahead and transition into the most predictable match of the night, which was Gunther versus Matt Riddle. I got okay. nothing. I got nothing for this one. Y'all go ahead.
1: Only thing I got is, uh, thank God, Drew returns at the end. I'm ready for it. This is going to be one hell of a segment.
2: Yeah. All I'm saying is,
1: match is okay.
2: Riddle looked good. They look good. to look good. But before the end of the match, I said, if Drew comes back, this is going to be the moment. That and was the one
0: part where we didn't see it coming except for Ken. <laughs> it, it
2: just made f- no sense, though,
1: right? I was yeah. thinking Randy, honestly. If if Ludwig and Vinci
2: came out and started jumping riddle, then I could have seen Randy. But with them staying back, I was just like, okay, like, they're setting something up there, and then, you know, I pointed the match. I was like, like I'm, I I know I'm just going to hear two swords swinging, and all of a sudden you he heard it. And I was like, Oh, hell yes.
1: <laughs> That's fair. So,
2: finally got my man Drew back. He's going to be in the IC match. I think what you're probably going to get is you're probably going to get. Drew's probably going to win at SummerSlam. Even if there's probably going to take the Royal Rumble, setting up a, uh, a collision somewhere. So. But match is okay. I'm just more excited about it. Drew May back and delivering a Claymore to Gunther. Yes, thank God. I was getting
0: tired of the. Middle, but there's there's some times where you know he's not going to win.
2: This was one of them. But my whole thing I was like, it, it makes sense for you to come back now because there's there's literally no one else for Gunther to face off with right now that's on his level as far as like.
1: I mean, they could have ran it back where he's that. at. If Seamus was on roll, they could have ran it back for Seamus. I'd have been happy as so. fuck. Yeah, but Seamus I mean, right now
0: kind of the punching bag at this point.
1: Yeah, he, he's not very bangers, butter, man.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, all right,
0: what's the next match? Uh, we had Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio in the match that we all picked Dominic because we thought some fuckery was going to happen. And it didn't. Nothing happened.
1: Yeah, and since we didn't get the fuckery, I'm more confused on ever why the fuck we had this match and wasted Cody's time.
2: Well, I think right now there's just not no st- like,
1: like storyline for Cody. You bring Brock you know I mean? back, have that trilogy. Just go ahead and get it the fuck out of our way. This is Triple H booking, like, like I was starting to get at earlier. He's getting more and more mad about that throne, I swear to God. You need to just let it go.
0: Now, whoever is over, he's going to make sure that they're not <laughs> they're not over on his terms.
2: That's why and I get, didn't get
0: money in the bank tonight? No, sir. That's exactly why. No, no. He said not on my watch, <laughs> nah, sir.
2: Nah.
1: <laughs> Let me talk to you.
2: So, but, I don't know. It was, it was a decent match. Um, you know, Dom's ability to... Like, make the crowd mad is second to none. But overall, good match. I liked it.
0: Yeah, it was, it was entertaining. Him trying to run up the ramp to get away from Cody. And then Cody grabbed him by his head and neck and then forcing him back into the ring was was great.
2: I got to say, if there was ever, like, a moment in the match that I thought Brock may came back, it was going to be during that dominance gets yeah. up the ramp. Towards the top, and then Brock clotheslines him, and then Brock dismantles him for the next few minutes. Right. Once he got him back to the ring, I knew there wasn't going to be a Brock return.
0: Uh, next, we so, had the big surprise of the day John Cena making his big return to basically get the crowd rallied for a potential WrestleMania in London. And then Grayson
2: Moore. Not mad at it. Out.
1: Not mad at it. I'm not. I'm- I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. Don't send him out with the knee pads and everything thinking I'm about to get a match against literally anybody and I'd have been fucking happy.
2: I think
0: this this might have been why uh, a couple of those matches on SmackDown, or some of those matches got moved to SmackDown was maybe in this segment.
2: Yeah. Like the Asuka, Flair, and the Kevin, and pretty deadly. Yeah, that makes sense. Because that was about as long as a singles match would have been. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. But uh, props to Grayson Rolla, though. Handled that crowd beautifully. It was nice.
0: Oh, I loved so, it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. Yeah, he worked the crowd for being Australian, knowing it was going to trigger everybody Everybody there. But, yep. I'm that. Next, we had... Uh, in my opinion, this was kind of a letdown for me. So I thought we were going to get a little bit more of a story here. Uh, the World Heavyweight Championship match with Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, with Damian Priest showing up at a ringside with the Money in the Bank briefcase. What y'all's thoughts on that? We're one?
1: just we're just setting
2: up the the tear in the ju- the Judgment Day. That's all we're doing.
1: Called it for the record. You did call
2: it. I wanted. I, I wanted
0: Finn to win just for Damien to cash in on him just to give Finn a little or another one of those, like, oh, I had it, and then I lost it immediately type of things. But yeah, if,
2: they, if they had yeah. done that, I probably would have been glued, man. Like, Finn's too good of a part of that company to have that happen twice. So, um, But we're just creating further attention between Damien and Finn. I'm not going to be surprised if we don't see uh, – then cost Damien
1: his uh, cash in. Uh, I, I kind of hope he doesn't cost him the cash in because I ain't seen a successful one in how many years now? Well, my thing is, he's going to cash it in. Didn't Otis cash his in when uh, the tag team titles? Is that right? Uh, I don't remember. Okay, when's the last time we've seen a like legitimate cash in? Like for the big build? It's been a minute. Agree. It's been a minute. It's been a while. <laughs> uh,
0: next, we had the Bloodline Civil War match with the Usos versus Solo Sokoa and Roman Reigns. One
2: of the slowest building, but one of the better matches I've seen this year.
1: The crowd made this episode of Keeping Up with the Blood Dashian wonderful.
2: Yeah. Behold, hey, I gotta say... Go ahead, John. Uh, the whole
0: fuck you, Roman chance that went over the crowd, and then Roman looking around like, what is
2: Joe's problem? was great. Well, I loved how uh, Michael was like, oh, they're saying stand up if you hate Roman. I was like, that's definitely not what they're saying.
1: <laughs> no, that's what they were saying. <laughs> oh, <How> were they? <laughs> when you saw the whole crowd stand up, it was stand up if you hate Roman. And then afterwards, oh, it was sit it. down if you hate Roman. You saw everybody. Gotcha. But the the English right. man say what you want about him but they know how to put a crowd on for any event
2: I was about to message the group again right when Michael Cole said something about Roman not being pinned since 2019
1: because I was gonna
2: say tonights a, tonights gonna be the night he gets pinned and I didn't now I regret it but man that was yeah that have yeah, it was one of
0: those like as soon as WWE brings up a stat, they're probably gonna
2: it's probably gonna get broken. Yeah, because you can almost tell like somebody was in his ear telling him to make the statement because he wasn't like alluding to it at all. Then also he just made the statement. And I was like, yeah, they wanted to remind everybody it's been since 2019 for a reason. Yeah,
0: that was Triple H being like, this is the game. Yeah. It's been since 2019. Yeah. I'll take it though. It <laughs> Fuck LA night of a Championship. Uh. Dude, I don't want to talk about it. Upsetting, I'm still salty.
2: Yeah. Sorry right, I get off here. I'm gonna kind of pop on a quick get a couple picks, but um Before you I go the ending. Yeah.
0: Uh give us your show grade and what the show is that you're picking for the
2: uh review series that we're gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna give. I'm actually gonna give this this pay-per-view an A. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of weak points for me because even the Ronda shana Liv raquel match turned out to be pretty interesting with Sheena ch- turning on Ronda. Um, so I give it an a A. Um, and then I'm going to, since I can't give my original pick because Cota no. yelled at me. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, give your original pick. Oh, my original pick was WrestleMania 17. He picked the greatest pay per view of all time. Everybody, go there, go home, right?
0: He did. uh, We we, we were debating on going a whole other direction with Dakota picking Victory Road 11. Is it (laughs) Victory Road? Is that right?
1: Uh, Bound for Glory.
0: Bound for Glory.
1: I'm 90% sure it was Bound for Glory.
0: Either way, it was the Jeff Hardy and Sting match.
2: Instant classic. All right. (laughs) Give (laughs) this man a (laughs) chance. That's good shit. All right, guys, appreciate you letting me hop on. Y'all finish up without me. All
1: right, man. Light it up.
0: But oh uh, yeah, with uh, to still with what he said. What would you give the? What grade would you give the show?
1: I'd give it a B plus. It wasn't a bad show overall. The beginning just really pissed me off with uh, L.A. Knight getting screwed over, which, of course, I even looked this up. Uh, Nick Castellanos hits a home run shortly afterwards.
0: Come on,
1: Never fails. Uh,
0: <laughs> something tragic happens, that dude hits a home run.
1: <laughs> you know, I consider myself a man of good faith as Nick Castellanos hits a ball deep left center field. That will be a home run.
0: That'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. Uh, uh, anyways... I'm gonna give this show a B plus. I can't give it an A. The whole reason I can't give it an A is the LA Knight thing and then wasting our time with a Dominic Mysterio match when we could have had
1: Charlie else. We
0: could have had Charlotte Flair, we could have had the tag team titles. Anything else. But we had we had this for some damn reason. Like, I get it. It's a mid-card match, but it's they they make their premium live events because they're not pay-per-views anymore. They make these big deals. Yeah. Uh, last transition. Well, we got two more. Uh, we're gonna be starting a new series. Kind of already spoiled it earlier a couple minutes ago. We're gonna be reviewing pay-per-views as voted on by you, the listeners. Uh, Starting this week, we pick uh, the three of us pick the ones that we want and then every week after this you all pick. And you vote on them. So, Dakota, what is your pick?
1: Uh, My pick this week is going to be SummerSlam 2005.
0: And that is the Dominic Mysterio custody match, right?
1: Yes. It is that. It is the uh I just looked this shit up to make sure. So Hogan, Hulk Hogan. Sean, Shawn Michaels. Hulk, Hulk Hogan Shawn Michaels. Uh Eddie and Ray in a ladder match for the custody of Dominic. Uh some part of the story for Edge and Matt Hardy with the Holida thing. I'm not positive where it falls. Still a good part. Uh you also have John Cena versus I forget who, sorry, for the WWE Championship. You also have Batista and JBL for the World Heavyweight. And you have a menace to society and Randy Orton versus The Undertaker on that card as well. Legend Killer Orton? Yes.
0: Sweet. Uh, So my pick, it's for the 25th anniversary of the Hell in a Cell match with Mankind versus The Undertaker. It is King of the Ring 1998, so I one just because Ken picked the mother of all pay-per-views, so at least one of us has a fighting chance. Ken's usually pretty good about the prediction stuff. I gotta beat him at something. So yeah, uh, so make sure you check our Twitter. At Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast, if Elon Musk hasn't blocked you from viewing tweets yet, there was, there was all these billionaires that hopped into this uh, this submarine to go see the Titanic. He should have been one of them, but here we are. Anyways, uh, oh, out of the
1: fuck, you picked that, not the uh, Canadian forest fire.
0: I mean, it, there's not a
1: <laughs> there's not a woman running Twitter. <laughs> Uh, for those you don't get it, just look it up. Yeah, just yeah, look that one up.
0: Anyways, uh, make sure you check our Twitter at the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast, uh, the Instagram at uh, Cheap Pop uh, Podcast, and under the TNJ Sports Podcast. Uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna add up all the votes for all the pay per views, uh, and then we'll go from there. And whatever one wins, we will review it. Not this, not this Sunday, but the coming Sunday. So we got a full week to watch. All right. With
1: all that being said, uh, this is Hook signing out. I'm gonna go practice Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu while you make passionate tender love to my girlfriend. This is Cuck Norris, aka Dakota Allen, signing out.